With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of The Chicken Dick Show is brought to you by The Beanery. With locations in Ashland, Papillion, and Gretna, they've got everything you need. They're the official coffee drink provider of The Chicken Dick Show. Cappuccinos, lattes, mochas, smoothies, even sandwiches, muffins, cookies, and bagels. They've got everything you want, plus a coffee truck that they can send your way to help liven up any party or social gathering. Find them at TheBeaneryCoffee.com. It's The Beanery, serving people coffee. This Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, FNBO. FNBO offering new Husker Visa debit cards. A few options to choose from. And as a Husker fan card holder, you're automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. Open a checking account, free checking, no monthly service fee, no minimum deposit. They've been around for more than 160 years. It's FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Chicken Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. And room. All right, we're a little late here on the pod. Sorry to have Bo Pelini laugh at Nebraska's issues. Do you think he just throws one back as he's watching some of these things? Just He's not coaching. He's collecting money from Nebraska. He's collecting money from Youngstown State. LSU, he made up right. buku of dollars, and he just gets to watch week after week certain things happen, and he's just kicking back, having a Pelini martini, and just enjoying the festivities. I think he's laughing. And I think he's enjoying every other coach's issues, knowing that he's not having to deal with that right now. But I have to imagine he's rooting against Nebraska. Not necessarily anything personal against with Frost, but I'd have to imagine he is dying laughing and loving things like Saturday night. He has to, right? His laugh is still really, really good, and sometimes you hear someone laugh at you, and someone laugh at you, and it's disarming because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's that good is laugh. so good. Uh, we Where do we want to begin? Short. Where do we want to begin with you? Huh? Well, I want to keep this short because you know we're recording in the afternoon. We each have our lives, and I'm coaching little league tonight. You're drop. You're taking Mava to a sporting event. I got. Today. I got. I got one kid sleeping. Pray to God he stays asleep a little bit longer. I got to go pick up Mava from school here in a little bit. Get like so. We got a lot of things okay. happening. All right, we got about. We're gonna make this short. We're, we're putting a time limit: twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes at the most. And yes. we'll be we'll be done. Okay. So we have a lot to get to. A couple of things here. One. 
I am being mocked. Yep. I am being crushed. Yep. And I don't know whether or not it's legitimate. My wife says it is. Today's our anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary. anniversary Here's a Nebraska loss. Thank you very much. This anniversary brought to you by Nebraska Specialty. By Daniel Cerny. (laughs) So, Saturday night, the game is going on. Mm -hmm. Nebraska dominated the game. My wife and I are watching it together. We just put the kids down in the second half. Again, East Coast time, not great for TV. Put the kids down. We come back down, and we're we're rolling. I go, I looked at her. I go, Nebraska's going to win this game. I said, Nebraska's going to win this game. Look at how they're dominating. And she's like, eh. You know, she's a Nebraska fan. I am not a diehard Nebraska fan, right? So I, I'm viewing it through. You just dropped me off. I'm watching the game going, this game's over. This game is over, okay? I felt so confident in it that you know how sports media people like to do. Uh, they like to tweet predictions. Uh-huh. And knowing full well that, you know, some people might accuse you of jinxing it, but it wasn't intentional. I wrote and tweeted, what a drive by Nebraska. With the way the black shirts are playing, it's really difficult to see a scenario where the Huskers don't win this game. The What's the what's it called? You get ratioed? I believe I believe we'll just go with that. Let's just go with that. My wife tweeted at me with a Ross Geller meme of why why would you do that? Let's see. I had. Oh, I got. I was why getting. Would twe- you do I that? was getting tweets, like quote tweeted to me, like come get your come get your boy. What is your yeah, boy doing? Zach Zach tweeting Nick, come get your guy. Come on, chick, don't do this to us. Uh, John tweeting, Matt Schick just daring Nebraska football to declare, hold my be- hold me beer. <laughs> me DMs? Your wife is in me DMs. Yes. Right. Your wife is in me DMs. Let's see. Wow, you just had to go there. Really, Matt? Come on, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Huge take right Huge. there. Huge take. Huge jinx, Greg. And then um, some others saying, you obviously haven't seen Nebraska football for the last few years. You obviously don't understand Nebraska football. And then so I decided I'm going to put out a poll here because, uh, you know, we know what happened and uh, we don't have time to rehash everything. But I did put out a tweet saying after Nebraska's final touchdown against Michigan State, Schick tweeted that it was difficult to see a scenario where Nebraska wouldn't win the game. How much blame does Schick deserve for the loss? No blame got 7%. Some blame got 5%. Ooh. All the blame got 88%. I'd have to imagine Rudy T cast his vote. <laughs> Let's see. Rudy T. All the sports. You got it. All the blame. So how much blame do I deserve? Oh, I think I voted. And I'm pretty sure I voted all the blame. I am all not going to let you get away with this. But here's the problem, Schick. I see that tweet in real time. I didn't think anything of it because I was with you. I was with you. I was asked by someone, when you tweeted that, were you trying to troll? No, I wouldn't think so. I I said, in fact, you saying that is the first I even thought of that. That's why it did, you know, like once, once the tweets, the reactions to the tweet start coming in, I go, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't think about it that way. Like, but Nebraska's defense was dominating so much 
that I'm with you. Like it was gonna take it was gonna take something beyond absurd. And guess what happened? Something beyond absurd. In my defense, I'm just someone watching the game. I'm a media person. I'm watching the game. Scott Frost has lived through an incredible roller coaster of losses that you would never wish upon your worst enemy. Okay. I believe he's oh and thirty-eight in games decided by seven or less. At this point, when you're five and fifteen in, in games decided by one score or less, you might as well be 0 and 38. Like, what's the difference? What is the difference? Do you when a game gets late and it's seven or less? Do you think he just starts walking out for the handshake? Yes. Just at that point, he's already thinking about the the post game meal, the handshake, the, the the speech of "Hey guys, we're we're gonna get through this." He knows. This is a tough one. He's already got. He looks at the score. It's within seven. He's already thinking about what he's gonna tell the team when they lose, even if they're up seven. That's it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But I'm just someone watching the game. This is what Scott Frost said on Monday about that moment. Again, I said I couldn't see a scenario. So, Scott. That, that was elite defense that we played in the second half, 15 yards in the second half. And, um, I, you know, I, I didn't even cross my mind that we're going to give up a punt return here. Didn't even cross my mind we're going to give up a punt return. Okay? Didn't cross my mind. Didn't cross anyone's mind. No. That they're going to do that. You can't draw that up, right? But it happened. I think I'm absolved. I'm absolved. I think you are too. I mean, if Frost wasn't thinking about it, and he's 0-38 in one-score games, why would <laughs> Matt Schick be thinking about it when he's 0-0 in one-score games and he's in Charlotte, North Carolina with his wife in his home? Right? Thank you. Thank you. And you wouldn't think about giving up a punt return when I'm sure the last punt you remembered went seven yards. That's right. So you're going, they're not going right. to return it. I mean, at worst, at worst, it's a seven-yard punt. Right? Scott Frost said during his news conference, talking about punts rolling, he goes, seven-yard punts don't roll very far. Seven-yard punts don't roll very far. <laughs> it, was, it was the greatest, like, backhanded slap at his own punter. Oh, yeah. That was, that was really good. He was handing out a really lot good. of backhanded slaps to people in the presser. Who was, he was ready to just... We he got, was, he was we've gone from, everybody. I'm excited about the game. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this. I'm not giving you anything. I'm excited about this. We're going to get going. We need to turn it around. I've seen this movie before. Two. We need a left guard. We need a left tackle. We need this. We need that. We got to learn how to do this. There's got to be accountability. I'm benching you. I'm benching you. I'm benching you. Oh, yeah. We got to find a left guard, and we got to play a little better at, at right tackle. He came out, and it was basically the, it, he was Frank Costanza. And it was the airing of grievances on, on Festivus. <laughs> Got a lot of problems with you people. You're all going to hear about it. It was Festivus. It's Frost Festivus. Oh, you know what this is? Frostivus. Frostivus. That's what this is. That's what Frost celebrates. He had a lot of issues with a lot of people. They're all going to hear about it. Tradition of Festivus begins... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> Shick, we figured it out. That's it. Frostivus. It's Frostivus. I'm, I'm excited. We've coined a new phrase, and that's exactly what Monday's news conference was. We need to get into uh, Husker radio calls and that because we, we really do. Um... Right. Play clock's <laughs> really getting do. low.
Play Cox Street Low. What would you like to? We got about 15, 20 minutes here. Where would you like to take us uh, here as we oh, look back and Lordy. look ahead? I mean, do we? I mean, we don't go straight to the punt return, do we? I mean, you kind of do, don't you? I I kind of just re- let's just you get a steak on your plate. You want to take a bite of steak before you have a bite of broccoli. Give me the bite of the steak real quick. I want to hear Greg Sharp. Okay. Huge call, Greg. This has to be the most right. heartbreaking thing this, ever. This is what it sounded like, the punt return for the touchdown. And I will say this on the Husker Sports Radio Network. I was expecting – you do hear an exclamation from Matt during this. But he also does a really good job of painting the picture – and doing it like sober minded, like really, he doesn't sound like he's through the roof. Okay. He doesn't sound. It's really interesting. Here it is. Churney to punt. We've seen both punters tonight. Two safeties back for Michigan State. We're going to be in about four minutes when the Huskers punt it. Good snap. Churney rolls right and gets a high end over end kick. What in the world? Reed makes a catch at the 50, 45, 40. He's going to go 30. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Sparty. You've got to be kidding me. There was nobody on that side of the field. It was a right punt, Greg, and he kicked it high and left. And Scott Frost can't believe it. He pulled it left. The punt was supposed to go down the right side of the field. Michigan State had two guys back there to return the punt. Everybody looked at the right returner because the punt was supposed to go right. Cerny pulls it left. Everybody was looking at the right returner, and there was nobody home on the right side of the field. Disaster for Nebraska's special teams. Incredible. A, a point after away from tying the game up here. Goodness gracious. Wow. That was as good of a call from play-by-play to color working. It was, a, it was orchestrated. Yes. It was just... You're a conductor. You go, you go, you go, you go. That was really well done by both of them. And, of course, the best part is Matt Davison. He's seen it all, right? Tecumseh, Nebraska, Nebraska national champion. He's involved in the flea kicker, right? He's seen it all. He looks down on the field and says, What in the world? (laughs) Matt Davison... Gives you a what in the world? What in the world? <laughs> if you're if you're driving on the interstate, you know you're you're like you're somewhere where all you can you can't watch the game. You're listening to it. When you hear Maddie D drop a what in the world, how quickly do you do to in your pants as a Husker fan? Because you have to know this isn't good. What in the world? <laughs> this is like a doctor looking at something that you're complaining about and saying. Huh. What in the world? It's not what you want. You don't want your doctor. Say, can I get you to take a look at this? Yeah, right there. And if your doctor says this. What in the world? That's not good. (laughs) Just like if you're up 20 to 13 late in a Big Ten football game on the road against a top 25 team and your punter goes out, punts one, you certainly don't want to hear Matt Davidson react this way. What in the world? What in the world? What in the world? What in the world did happen there? And I've watched <sighs> that punt multiple times. It was like a 30-yard punt. It, like, chick, again. Chick, you watch 
maybe more college football than anybody because of college, you know, what, what your job is, right? Have you ever seen an easier punt return? He, he caught it basically on the run. It was a line drive. He, he was able, you know, most times you got to catch it and then get ramped up. He catches it in one stride. He's full speed. There wasn't a human being pretty much on one whole side of the field. He basically caught it and ran untouched. Didn't even have to make a move. Un- a what in the world is right. What in the world? What in the world? All it had to be was a little bit, even if it's to the middle of the field. If you don't shank it to the left. Just to the middle of the field, it's such a short punt. Like, they don't have that kind of time. And the irony that Ross Ells has been working on this for a few weeks. Uh, the former Nebraska assistant, he's been working on this for a few weeks. That hurts. And there's a quote in one of the Michigan uh, State papers saying that according to Ross Ells, this isn't a direct quote, but it's a summation, he noticed Cerny had a tendency to go left with his punt. Now, whether he went left or right, they were still going to do the fake. They had it all set up, so that didn't matter. But you'd have a better chance of it not being return if you went the direction that the punt return team thought you were going to go. Absolutely. And plus, it's so short. Like the, The ball's beating your team there anyway. We use the phrase perfect storm all the time. These things, the stars that have to keep aligning for this to happen can only mean one thing. Nebraska is going to win three championships in four years here pretty soon. That's what has to happen. Let's take a time out here from this Emmy Award winning episode of the Chicken Nick podcast. Even though they don't hand out Emmys for radio, I believe it's Marconi's, which we will likely never win. Uh, to tell you about the beanery, Paul and the gang, they are the official coffee provider of the Chicken Nick show. We couldn't be more excited about their involvement with the show and your involvement involvement with them continue to head to the beanery tweet out your pictures and selfies of the drinks that you have especially if it's the chicken dick drink which is an iced caramel pecan latte you can have it iced you can have it hot Uh, bo polini has an opinion on that i don't mind it being a latte but it's got to be hot this is not the kind of place that picks up roasted beans from other places no they roast their own beans their own coffee they do it at the beanery and they will do it for you from Cappuccinos to lattes, chai tea, hot tea. Find them at thebeanerycoffee.com. It's the beanery serving people coffee. I did like, uh, well, first of all, it would have been an interesting game or punt to see at the stadium. Like if you'd have been there, I imagine Matt and Greg's vantage point, it'd have been even more pronounced. Because even watching it on TV, you thought, man, you, you could tell everyone was going to one side of the field, but the ball was going to the other one. That's just on TV. I'd imagine being, you know, up in that press box area, it's not hard telling in the press box. You can see it form like that. You know, everybody going to one side of the field and the ball going to the other one. It's just crazy. Steve, did you see it? It's hard telling in the press box. The first time it was not hard for Sip. It was not hard for him. Did you read Eric so, Olson's story? I, I like he he had a uh you know, there, for a long time, there was that Clemsoning thing. And it, it, oh, he was saying, he, he's trying to coin the phrase Nebrasking or Nebrasking, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Like, that's kind Husking. of like, that's, that's kind of what's happened now. It's like, this team's going to invent ways to lose. And that's what happened. It's crazy. Uh, there was a tweet out by Tom Fornelli, who does stuff for, I think, CBS Sports. He wrote, uh, worst special teams EPA, 
leaders through week four. That's expected points added, okay, through your special teams. This is not an average per game. This is total for the season. Nebraska, expected points added, meaning, you know, if you're at a certain yard line, you expect to make the field goal, right? If you're at a certain yard line, you expect this punt, an average punt, to go this far and their field position to start here. It's all dominoes, right? Yep. Depending on where drives start and all that stuff. Yep. Special teams expected points added leaders through week four. Nebraska's is the worst in the nation. Negative 37.92 points. Oh, wow. Here's the rest of that list. Tulsa, Western Michigan, Arizona State, Texas Tech, Vanderbilt, Iowa State, Temple, Minnesota, and Penn State. Penn State's at negative 14. Nebraska's negative 37.92. Tulsa, negative 29.67. So Nebraska, by 10 points the season, by 10 points is the worst in terms of special teams, and their special teams essentially costing you points, literally costing you points. This is punting, punt return, kick return, kickoff, field goals, all of it. Right. Negative 38 points. They have two losses in the Big Ten by 11 combined points, three losses overall this season by 18 points. Do the math, right? Do the math on that. Yep. Special teams has cost you, has literally cost you the season. That's it? Really? Like, you, I mean, it is because I, I didn't even, you know, because you, you can go back to the Illinois game and certainly – Look at I me, mean, I missed extra points. You have the safety, all that stuff. But like, didn't field the, yeah, didn't field the punt, right. right? A drive that should start at the 25 or whatever now is a safety. So you've gone from maybe a drive that'll result in a point or two in terms of the metrics is negative two. Right. So you're negative four. Right. Right yeah. there. So there's, four, you know. Well, I, that's what's so hard about this right now is like, Nebraska is. Competent average kicking away from having back-to-back road wins over top 25 teams. Just competent kicking. Maybe more of a stretch in Oklahoma, but maybe not. I mean, you never know, know, right? That's That's more of a stretch than Michigan State. And yet they've lost both games. And it feels like all the angst and all the all the fire is now ramped back up around Frost and the staff and the situation. And so I I you know, you think about it, go is is somehow this team are they simultaneously close yet so far away? Because there's you a have song to, about that. There is. Thank you, Carol King. But <laughs> you can't be like Kansas football isn't almost beating multiple top 25 teams like all the time, right? Like, so you can't say they're like so far away, right? Like they, they could have be, they could have back-to-back wins. They could be five and oh, like there's, there's a version of this season where they're five and oh, but it's hard to make that argument then that they're close when it's the same stuff for three and a half years. And so it is hard, Schick, to make to to line all that up and come together with a nice, clean conclusion on how to view all this. And I don't mean to get way ahead of ourselves here, but the thing that's tough now, Schick, is getting to a bowl game is on life support. 
And let's be honest, getting to a bowl game was going to be the easiest, cleanest way to gauge progress. That was going to be the easiest thing for everyone to sink their teeth into as progress. That's now looks really bleak. And the good news is that Frost has seven games now to to change that. I'm not necessarily trying to say that it's a you have to figure it out in seven games. But I thought Dirk Chatlin on my podcast last week put it nicely. He said, you got to find a way to get to Black Friday and have these fans believing again. And however you arrive at that point has to happen. But, man, it is uh, unbelievable yet not unbelievable at the same time. Yeah. Nebraska fans have become numb to it. Um, They are – they're surprised, but they're not – Right, right, and and what does hope look like? I mean, you look at the rest of their schedule. Uh, here's the beauty of it: if you lose to a team like Northwestern, if you lose to a team like Minnesota, you kind of have an answer that you're farther away than the scorebook would indicate. Right? Mm-hmm. That these details—it's more than just these details of special teams. Like I, I, I've said this, and we've talked about it quite a bit. But the loose, the loose ends of football teams are tied up by coaching. Right. Coaches tie up the loose ends. Ross sells. Here's a loose end. How about this special teams thing? Boom. Team's not playing well. Defense is doing okay, but the Michigan State offense can't get a first down. Here's a loose end. How about special teams? How about we do something creative? Boom. Fixes the game. Or the flea flicker. The game for. Or the flea flicker early the in the game. The flea flicker. Right. Yeah. That's the only way they scored. Right. Is two trick plays. It's two trick plays is how you scored. That's how you take care of those loose ends, right? The details are taken care of by coaching. And the details also include penalties, right? And an offside, you know, false starts and all those things that continue to happen. That's all coaching. You heard from at least one player on Monday saying that they're trying to do new things. They're doing new drills. They're trying to do it. But at some point, like we said, it's just baked into your DNA. And if these things continue through the rest of the season, which if they've gone on for three years, it's hard to imagine they won't. And your answers about where this program is headed are pretty crystal clear. Yeah, that, I, I know. But that's what's so hard. It's like there, there is – I mean, this defense – I mean, like, the, that defense, it's hard to – that's on the short list of, like, you're going back to, like, 09 for a more dominant performance from the black shirts, right? And so in certain areas, you do see it. But, like – I thought Sip's headline was perfect, where it was, do you trust Frost to fix the cataclysmic errors? And at this point, three and a half years in, let's be honest, and this is coming from someone that that likes Scott Frost and would love not, I am rooting like hell. This is you saying this, this not is, Sip. This is you. This is me. This is me. Like, I'm rooting like hell for it to work. And let's be honest. And for three and a half years, he's shown you no reason to believe he will. He's shown you no reason to believe he's going to fix these these cataclysmic errors. But here's the other thing that's lost in this, too. Everything we just talked about with special teams is true. But if this doesn't work, if this whole thing, let's say it that it continues to go off the rails and I know where you're going with this. I know know, exactly where you're going. You know whose fault this is. This is the offense's fault. Yeah. This is. There, so there was, and, and McEwen, Sam McEwen kind of pointed it out, but there was there was a lot of his press conference that was very. I mean, everything he said was true. I mean, he had a he had a he had his festivus frostivus. Like 
he called out guys, it's all true. But there was a little bit of irony when he's talking about it's time for, I'm paraphrasing here, it's time for people to, we got to trust people to do what they were brought here to do. Well, what were you brought here to do? Not only were you brought here to win football games, you were brought here to have a dynamic, explosive offense. And right now, this offense in three games versus Power 5 opponents has scored 22 points, 16 points, and 20 points. So when you can't score, you're asking for it. You're asking for a, uh, the game to come down to a punt. You're asking for it for a game to come down to a missed field goal or a bad, a muff punt. Like when you can't score, you're asking for it. So there, there's, there's a lot that we like the special teams is the topic du jour and deservedly so. But lost in all this stuff is this team can't score. They can't score. To that point, here are the efficiencies. These are updated efficiencies according to ESPN. They have a, they're at number 26th overall in the football power index. 26th overall. It's a good team, right? That measures offense, defense, special teams, metrics, recruiting, your schedule. Everything, home, away, win percentage, win probability, all of that. How strong do you look? 26th overall. Their defense, their defensive efficiency is 19th overall, 19th best defensive efficiency in the nation. Their offense is 43rd, 43rd offensive efficiency. And you might even say, gosh, is it even that good? Special teams is 124. Out of 130. That's basically dead last. Yeah. Out of 130. So there's no question that it's those two phases. And the one that's on the field the most is obviously, you know, the Nebraska offense. But the amount of yardage that you're giving away, you're giving away average punts for Michigan State were 59 yards. Uh, Nebraska's was 32. Two and a half first downs, like for each punt. That's it. <laughs> you know, That's it. You can't. And the problem is they work in conjunct. It's the beauty of football. It's the ultimate team game. Right. You need all three phases complementing each other. And the poor special teams creates bad field position, which makes it even harder for Nebraska to score. Or even when a they get, bad offense means we're you know you're punting. You're, it, you're oh right. you're missing field goals because you couldn't get touchdowns. That's it. Right. So it all just it's it compounds off each other, but. Yeah, it's maddening. It's totally maddening. But you're right. I mean, you're right about the the offense. And uh, at some point, this it, it had that that Monday news conference had a little bit of the Polini, like you know, it's about execution, right? right? The whole execution comment is mask is really code for this is their fault. Which look, he said we don't need mental toughness. Scott said on Monday, you don't you don't. Talk mental toughness to not jump off sides for right. a false start. Right, I get it, but right. something like the team needs a psychologist or something. I, like, it, there's someone, something from the neck up. It's just, it's just all frayed. We talked yeah. about this frayed knot that is Nebraska, where it's like it looks good in the string, and then you get to the edges, yeah, and it's just frayed. Right, it's just not clean, and uh, that's where Nebraska is living right now. And I, again, I come out of this handful of games going, they are close. I, I, I do feel that way, and I think Frost had the, the comment on Monday of, we used to be a bad team that won some games, and then an okay team that won and lost some games. Now we're a good team that's losing games. Yeah. Yeah, we've been a, a bad team that won a few games, and a 
pretty good team that won some and lost some. Right now, we're a good team that's lost some games. Like there is a metamorphosis I, that that's is what's happening. So weird, that, right? Like that's what you know. Can can you simultaneously be getting better but not getting better at the same time? And somehow like, that's happening. Here's the here's the thing: you are not getting out talented no. on the field anymore. No, you are not getting out physical on the field anymore. You're just in some ways getting outclassed and outcoached. Yeah, which <laughs> and so. I don't know which one you'd rather have, but eventually the players are going to have to figure this thing I out. I know. I and know. We talked about pass fail. It's fail right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just fail. Yeah. It's no You're graded on wins and losses. No question. Chicken Nick here. It is Husker football season. And Nick, you know what goes great with Husker football? Tailgating? Yes, uh, that is correct. What else? Touchdowns? Yes, all of all of that. Yes, touchdowns as well. All of that is accurate. Uh, and uh, Husker football goes great with. FNBO, and now you can take both with you wherever you go. FNBO now has three new Husker Visa debit cards to choose from, free with any checking account. These are very cool designs. They've got the Nebraska Inn, one that says GBR, another one with the tribute to the black shirts, and better yet, as a Husker fan card holder, you are automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. They also have Creighton Blue Jays and Omaha Mavericks cards as well. Plenty of options. Whatever school you pick for your debit card, you'll also get free checks with the university logo on them. And the great thing about FNBO, when you open a checking account, free checking is just that, free. No monthly service fee, no minimum deposit, and no minimum balance requirement. It's your money, so they let you keep it. Imagine that. Yep. FNBO has been around for more than 160 years. They will be there for you with 55,000 ATMs worldwide. It's a great mix of convenience and personalized exceptional service. If you're a fan of our show, please support those who support us. And we are thrilled to partner with FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Schick and Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. Let's zip through this because we only got, we, we, we have very little time here. I want to get to, uh, let's see, this was, uh, this was the Martinez touchdown. First and goal to three. Huskers trying to break the 13 all tie. Snap back, Adrian rolls right. Has blockers at the edge. He's in. Touchdown, Nebraska. What a possession for Nebraska's offense. My goodness. I just clean. I mean, now you could have said, is did they just score a touchdown or did he just watch the fake the, the punt return? My goodness. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I do not know. It's all the same. It's all the same. It is. Uh this one late in the drive. Omar Manning, uh late in uh regulation. Yeah. Yeah. Omar Manning. Could have made this catch. Could have gone a little further. Maybe this was in overtime. This is what it sounded like. You could hear a big clap. Second and eight from the 23. Two to the near side. Falk split right. Back to throws. Adrian steps. Throws pass caught by Manning. Ah. And he falls down at the 18. So it's a gain of about five. Now you have third and three at the 18-yard line. Uh, he had to go down to get it. I don't know if he really had to go down to get it, but he did. Okay. <laughs> this was like, you know, you just, you're really trying to work something out here. Ah. 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 Is this 
really the fan exclamation of the entire season. Uh, Pretty much. That's uh, it. That's the noise. Uh, you can hear the clapping, right? Uh, and he falls down at the 18, so it's a gain of about five. Now you have just slapping sure. Grunting, just hitting people. Him. He had Falk open here in the overtime. Adrian awaits the shotgun snap, gets it. Takes the handoff, back to throw. Looking to take a shot now, rolling, rolling. Flips it out to Ramir, makes the catch, and only gets about a yard and a half. Levi Falk was open in the end zone for a touchdown. I mean, Davison's all over this stuff. He is. He's just, he's like, look, Sharp, I don't care if you're talking, I'm going to tell you what's happening. Back to throw. Looking to take a shot now, rolling. (laughs) So good. Matty D. So good. And then uh, Davison getting a little choked up in the final (laughs) <laughs> the final drive here. Have to put a drive together here. <clears throat> 25-yard line. Protect the ball. Be efficient with no penalties and turnovers. And That was right before the interception. Before, right? before so there was he, a turnover. Have to put a drive together here. <clears throat> he knew it. He knew it. Oh, boy, Greg Sharp. Oh, boy, Greg oh Sharp. Oh, boy, Greg Sharp. What in the world? <laughs> what in the world? What in the world is going on? And then uh, the game-winning field goal, as you would anticipate. Snap down. The kick is up. Michigan State wins it 23-20. Boom. Oh, that's just that's sad. I, don't know how, I just know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Oh. Uh, all right. Five minutes left. One thing I want to do for you. Oh, let's, let's end on some positive fun, okay? Some positive fun. There's a guy who has a Twitter account named Scotch Frost. Okay, I don't know who it is, but last week he put together an off-color commentary and included us in the tweet, and it got kind of lost in the shuffle. It's on YouTube. I went and found it. This is from the Oklahoma game. He did a really good job. I want to give him some love again. I don't know who this is, but this is from the Oklahoma game to just kind of put a smile on your face. It's time for another edition of Off Color Commentary. Richardson three on the way. Foul! He hit a three. He's fouled. It counts. What a huge shot. Presented by the Chicken Nick Show. Huge shot. On 1620 The Zone. Third and seven from Nebraska, 31. Rattler gets the shotgun snap, stepping up, throws in the flat, passes, caught up the 35. That's a f-ing pick play. 20-yard line, 15-yard line, and knocked out around the 13-yard line. Deontay Williams with a tackle on Mario Williams. Rattler keeps it himself, pushing off the right side, getting stood up. He's short. It'll be third and goal. The Husker defense standing up strong near the goal line, so third and goal. He might have even lost a couple of inches. Oh, now they give him a f-ing touchdown. Now the arms go up. Holy sh**. <laughs> it's late. So Oklahoma gets a one-yard sneak from Rattler, and they take the lead. Turn. Sprint draw to Gabriel. Oh, Bourbon falls down. Ball pops out. They'll say he was down. Hurt he, his knee. He gained about a half yard, and he is holding a knee. Hurt his knee. Trips to the near side. Ramirez in the backfield with Adrian. Snap back. Adrian has it. Going to take off and try to run for it. Gets to the outside of the 50. To the 45. Doe for the... Stick on the far sideline in front of Nebraska's bench. But oh, it's a terrible f-ing spot. A, they're going to mark him a yard short of where I think he went out of bounds. That's he, a terrible f-ing spot. He jumped with the ball knowing where this, the uh, yard marker was, and he was laying the football out, which is where the 
The spot ought to be where where'd the ball go out of bounds, not where he went out of bounds. Spotting the football in college football is the worst thing about the sport. Now an extra point away from making it 14 to 10. Come on, Connor. Blast his through the pipes. It's not Connor, is it? It's Kalen Meyer. Kellen Meyer. Kellen Meyer. Kellen Meyer is out there from Ord. The snap is blocked. The PAT is blocked. Oklahoma picks it up. Oh, they can this for a two-point conversion. Racing down the far sideline is Oklahoma, and they are going to take it back for two of their own points to make it a 16-9 game. Adrian gets the shotgun snap. Holding, looking, looking, holding, holding. Now guns toward the end zone. Pass is caught. Touchdown. Omar Manning. What a grab in the end zone. And the Huskers have six more points. What a throw and catch. Yes. Oklahoma survives 23-16. And, man, there will be a lot of what-ifs on this. What if you don't miss the 30 two-yard field goal. What if you don't have a PAT blocked and returned the other way for two points? You can't do that and beat the third-ranked team in the country, and that's what cost Nebraska today. Alright, last thing, last thing we're going to play for you. This was asked for us after last week. Okay. The Bubble Guppies <laughs> yes. Matt Davison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember? This is Matt Davison's version of the Bubble Guppies Outside song. Here we go. Outside! Outside! Outside, everybody! Outside! Line up! Everybody line up! Line up! Line up! I've officially heard the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your week. Nebraska going to beat Northwestern. They have to. See ya. I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. What in the world? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. What in the world? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy, Greg Sharp. <laughs> A Huda Media Production.